Sweet, sweet sister friend, I am so excited about season two of the Lace with Grace Fully Embraced podcast. I'm so excited to dive deeper into our relationship with Christ together, deeper into our love of our bodies and, and being grateful for the temple that God has given us to care for, to nourish, to exercise, to work out for worship and not just weight loss and to really, really focus and make him the center and the foundation, the motivation of our fitness journey. Because I truly believe if we make him the foundation of our fitness journey, it becomes much more doable. It becomes less overwhelming. It becomes much more fulfilling. And I'm excited to grow in this with you. Let's get it. Let's go. Sweet, sweet sister, we are back. I was not sure, going to be completely real and honest with you right now, I was not sure if we were going to get a podcast episode uploaded this week. This is actually um, going to be uploaded a day late because life has just been chaos and crazy. All my mamas know what I'm talking about. Some things are a little bit unpredictable at times. Some things get missed. Some things we forget and I forgot. My youngest did not have preschool um, on Monday this week, which is normally when I record the podcast for Wednesday. You think I maybe would be a little bit more prepared and have like some extra recordings ready to roll for you, but it's me. I'm a little bit chaotic. I'm a little bit unprepared at times. So chaos coordinator at your finest right here. But today we're going to talk about something, I always say that, and then I get really annoyed that I say that, but I say it every single week, I'm so sorry. Today we're going to, we're going to talk about prayer, okay? We're going to talk about the goal of prayer. We're going to talk about why pray. We're going to talk about how to pray. We're going to talk about all kinds of things concerning prayer. And I've talked about this in previous episodes, um, specifically concerning praying over our fitness journey, but this episode is going to be more so like just in general, um, and another real honest, raw thing to share with you right now is I'm literally recording this in the Walmart parking lot (laughs) in between grocery shopping and an appointment that I had um, and then going back home to my babies because I know that as soon as I go back home, I'm probably not going to get to record this. So my husband has them and I am just quickly going to fly through this with you. I'm just being real and honest, okay? And I hope, again, you can always feel as though this is a podcast you listen to and it's not just some boring monotone same thing over and over and over again and I try not to be the same message over and over and over again but but you can just like feel like you're sitting down with a girlfriend having a cup of coffee or having some pizza or having a glass of wine and just like chilling and just like having a good time and just hanging out with her I hope that's how you feel with me okay so prayer what exactly is the goal of prayer like I feel like some of us have like this in, in our, in the back of our head, have this, this notion of prayer, this picture of prayer. And if, if you're a baby Christian, or if you've never even prayed before in your life, like maybe you accepted the Lord today, I don't know. Or maybe you, you don't even have a relationship with the Lord yet. This episode is totally for you too. Okay. Like this is for anyone. Um, I really feel as though this can impact and, and speak to whoever, whoever on their fitness journey, whether they're a brand new baby Christian or whether they have been a Christian for years and years and years. Prayer is such a, I feel like it's such a broad topic and there's so much I want to cover in such a short amount of time. But what is the goal of prayer? I think some of us, like I was saying, have this notion or this picture in our mind. And especially if you're a brand new baby Christian, you're like, I don't even freaking know how to pray. Like what? Like, what do I even say to the creator of the universe? I don't know how to talk to him. I don't know what to say. Like, does it need to be like specific? Like, do I need to talk about certain things? Like, do I need to have a like very um, educated and like, these big, long, 
spiritual words? Do I need to know how to like eloquently, like just gracefully, like this is so not me. As you can tell, I'm stumbling all over my words right now because I, the Lord, and the Lord knows when I go to pray with him, like he's, he's probably like, oh, here she is again. Here she is again. Anyways, no, prayer does not need to be that way. And I feel like some people feel like they have to pray for a certain amount of time. They have to pray a certain way. You have to be sitting a certain way. You have to have your hands folded. Y'all, we can talk to God all day long. And that is prayer. We can talk to him in our workout. We can talk to him before we eat. We can talk to him while we're driving down the road. We can worship him with worship and praise and worship songs. And that can be prayer. We can literally talk to him and have endless conversation with him all day long. And that is prayer. You can talk to him in the shower. Um, my husband may kill me for saying this, but I actually, he frequently, I've, it's actually pretty beautiful. Um, uh, talking about my husband being in the shower right now. So sorry if that's weird for you, but anyways, I'm just being real. Um, I've caught my husband numerous times praying in the shower. Like I literally just hear him. It, It is the most beautiful and so sexy and attractive. May I just say anyways, um, side note, now that you have a visual of my husband in the shower, I'm so sorry. This is not where I wanted this to go. Bear with me. But he prays in the shower and it is beautiful. And that's like his time with the Lord, like praying to the Lord. Like he, that's when he has a moment to himself. Like obviously no one else is in the shower with him, but he has, unless our toddler or our preschooler gets in there. But anyways, he's praying and we can pray in the shower. We can pray before we eat. We can pray in a meeting. We can pray in a workout. We can pray when we're struggling with our kids, when you were, if you're saying to yourself, like, I'm a mom of, of 5,000 bajillion kids. I don't have a quiet time or a, a space in my home that's quiet or a space that's isolated, like, away from my children for one time, one minute a day. Like, I don't have that. If you don't have that, that's okay. Because you can literally pray to God at all times throughout the day whenever you possibly want to or can. And it doesn't need to look a certain way. That's when it starts getting super religious, And this is where I like, I struggle because I know, yes, it's the creator of the universe we're talking to. Like we still need to have respect for him. We still need to look to him as like a higher power and like, but like Jesus is my best friend. Jesus is my father. Like I want to be able to just go to him whenever and we can totally do that. I think we make it too hard sometimes. We make it look as though it's got to be a certain way. You can vent to him. You can just share your emotions with him. You can go to him in time of need. You can go to him to pray over someone else. You can go to him to just say, God, I just, I need you right now. That, that has been my prayer sometimes because I don't know what else to say. Lord, I just, I just need to sit here in your presence. I just need you. I need to feel you, Lord. Can you please, like, I've gotten emotional sometimes on runs where I'm just like, Lord, just, I need to feel you. I just need to feel your love. I am feeling unlovely right now. I am feeling unlovable. I am feeling like I'm dirt. I am like you can go to him with with struggles, with pain, with you can go to him with triumphs, with praise, to be thankful for him, to like thankful for things that have happened in your life, blessings. Like you can be just go to him out of a state of gratitude. Like that's all prayer. Just talk to him. So what's the goal of prayer? The goal of prayer is so that you can have a deepened relationship with him. So you can have communication with your heavenly father, with your best friend. Like stop looking at it as like it needs to be this long thought out, eloquently, gracefully spoken, beautifully spoken. I'm a hot mess express when I go to Jesus most times. It is never. And if you're a mama, you totally get me on this as far as like, and I have a special needs kiddo who's making noises 24 seven, like 
noises that you can't, I can't even, I can't even do it. I can't even, it's just constant. So I don't really have a very quiet moment to myself where there's not something going on because I have a preschooler too. So I have a kindergartner and preschooler and the kindergartner is special needs. And so there are always sounds, there's always chaos in their voice. So they're just, they're chaos, complete. I, I am the chaos coordinator. Okay. I'm getting off topic again. But anyways, we can go to him in any situation, any scenario, and we can pray without ceasing, okay? Without ceasing. One scripture I wanted to bring up to you was actually 1 Thessalonians five sixteen through 18. I actually have this um, hanging above my kitchen table. It's pray without ceasing, and it's, it's 1 Thessalonians five seventeen. But I'm going to read the whole thing to you. It's 1 Thessalonians five sixteen through 18. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So he wants us to be able to go to him at all times, like pray without ceasing, pray without stopping, pray, pray at all times and always rejoice. Like in our hard times, in our good times, in a cruddy times, in amazing times, in loving times, in unlovable times, like all of the times, all of the times go to him and rejoice and tell him how thankful you are for him. Tell him how thankful you are for the situation, for the opportunity, for the growth, for the transformation that is occurring among you. Like whatever it may be, like thank him for the pain. Like mm. the goal of prayer is communication. The goal of prayer is to be able to have a deeper connection with your father and for you to just be able to say, Jesus, I just need you. Like I want to talk to you. I just, want to, I just want to be in your presence. I just want to continue to grow this relationship, to continue to grow in you, to continue to have a relationship with you. This is not about religion. Yes, there are moments, there are times, especially like in a church service, when you are on your hands and knees and your, your hands are up in the air to the Lord, like, and you are praising him and you are having that, that, that high spiritual, like that's Holy Spirit kind of high. And you just feel his spirit and like you're having that very, very, very like, spiritual moment like that is that is amazing that is beautiful I'm not saying we can't have those moments and those moments are bad or if you're at nighttime you're leaning kneeling on the side of your bed with your hands crossed like with your hands in a prayer like manner like I'm not saying those are bad times but like you can't say well I don't have time to pray he's accessible everywhere and anywhere y'all like anywhere sis he's with you everywhere you go you can't tell me you don't have time in your drive to talk to him. You can't tell me in your daily commute where you go to work, whether you're dropping off kids, whether you're being the taxi for the day, like for the kiddos, like you can't tell me you don't have time there. You can't tell me you don't have time while you're running on the treadmill. You can't tell me you don't have time while you are in the shower or you are going to the bathroom. Like you can talk to the Lord at all. Like he's always there. So, I mean, some of y'all would probably be like, well, that's not very respectful if you're talking to him while you're going to the bathroom. Why not? He's always there. He's sitting right there with you. Like, why would you not talk to him? <laughs> like, that's my thought process. And the thing is, he wants you to go to him too. Like, sometimes we feel as though we're too, I don't really have like points or like segments to this. This is kind of like me just talking to you. I have some notes next to me, but I'm totally going off, off track from my notes. Um, but like, sometimes I think we have to, we feel as though we have to go to him when we're cleaned up, when we're like better when we're a better version of ourselves, like, oh no, we're too dirty right now. Oh no, we're too unlovable right now. Oh no, we're too messed up right now. He literally says in Mark, in the, in the gospel of Mark, I came for the sick, not the righteous. I came for the sick, not the righteous. 
He wants you to come to him messed up. He wants you to come to him unworthy. He wants you to come to him when you feel unlovable. He wants you to come to him when you feel dirty. He wants you to come to him not all put together. The whole reason for us to be able to go to him is because he puts us back together. If you're already put together, we wouldn't need to go to him in the first place. Freaking just go to him. And I don't care where it's at, what you're doing, when it is. Do it when you can and do it throughout the entire day. I think sometimes we forget like he is so accessible. He literally is everywhere. He's so accessible and we don't need to be in this, this, this righteous, this religious, like spiritual moment in order to have a connection with the Lord. We can connect with him all day long. Do you have anyone else in your life like that where you can literally connect with at all moments, at all times, in all, all phases, all circumstances, like you can connect with them whenever? I don't know about you, but like everyone else in my life seems to have their own life. Like they ha- seem to have things that, th- I mean, the Lord has his own life. Like he's, he's freaking busy, right? But that's the other thing I'm going to touch on in just a second. He's never too busy for you. But um, everyone else in my life, they have other things going on. Like they're not available to me at every single moment of my day. Jesus is. Jesus is available to you every single moment of your day. So why are we not spending more time with him? Why are we not talking to him more? And some of you, some of you that are brand new baby Christians, you may be like, listen, this is kind of weird. Like, I'm not just going to sit around talking to Jesus all day long. (laughs) And listen, I'm not saying that I do that because there are, there are definitely days. There's definitely moments where I'm like, I really should have went to the Lord first before I went to my spouse. I really should have went to the Lord first before I went to my best friend. I really should have vented to the Lord first before I just called up my mom. Can you just think of him like calling up your best friend? Like you're just calling up your best friend. Go to him first. Like, can you think of how much better and how much easier and how much more doable our life would be if we went to him first before anything and everyone else all the time? And that's almost impossible because we're human. Like we live in the flesh. Like it is hard to do that. But I'm saying if we thought about that more and more and more, how much more at peace would our life be if we went to him first? We talked to him first. I feel like sometimes we are so quick to go to the workout or go to food or go to our best friend or go to our mom or go to our coworkers to gossip or to vent or whatever you want to call it. We could simply just go to the Lord. Excuse me, I am like belting right now. I don't know where this is coming from, but I'm like, this is not a good time to be having to belch, okay, and have indigestion. Okay, I'm trying to talk to you. I'm trying to talk to my friend. Um, but anyways, Lord, could you take this indigestion? See, random things like that. Like, just talk to him. And it doesn't need to be eloquent. It doesn't need to be beautiful. It doesn't need to be some spiritual religious thing. Like, take the religion part out of it. This is not about religion. This is about relationship. And some of you, based on, like, your background, your spiritual background, or how you grew up, or how you was you were raised, this may be completely opposite of what you've been taught. But this is what I believe. And this is what I know. That we're supposed to be more focused on our re- relationship with Jesus than our religion. And this is the other thing, like, don't just make it another thing to check off each day. Are you just making it a part of your routine? Because sometimes when we make things like a part of our routine, it's just like we're checking off a box. I've been really trying to make sure like my Bible and devotional time is not just me saying, okay, I got to get this done and just checking off a box. I want it to actually mean something. I want to actually make sure I'm spending time doing it each day and I'm doing it in a way that is meaningful. 
And then you're, you may be like, well, that kind of goes against what you just said, that you can do it all day long and it can be whatever. I'm not saying go to him, but make it, make it intimate. Make it personal. Make it a connection. Don't just go through the motions. Like really view him as your best friend. Really view him as your heavenly father, as someone you can go to whenever, however, all the time, with whatever, in whatever circumstance, right? Another one of the scriptures I wanted to bring up was Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So what this is saying is like, we can literally go to him for whatever in prayer. We can talk to him about whatever pray about whatever, ask for whatever. And if we be, if we go to him already believing that it's going to happen already because he's God, already believing that it that it is that he's capable, already believing that he is able, blessings are going to come from that sis. Now, I'm not saying if you go to him and you say, "Hey, I want to win the lottery, Lord, and I know you're going to make it happen." I'm not saying that's going to happen cuz that may not be the will of God. <laughs> That's the other thing. That's a whole nother, whole nother thing I want to talk about here. In 1 John 5, 14 through 15, this is the confidence that we have toward him that we, that if we are asking according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked for of him. So basically what that is saying, that's kind of a lot. Hang on. This is the confidence and this is the confidence that we have toward him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that he, that we have asked of him. That's a lot to put in one mouthful. I'm sorry. That is first John five fourteen through 15. If you need to go back and like reread that for yourself, cause I just jabbered it up quite a bit. Um, if that is even a word, I don't know if jabbered is a word, but I just made it up. How about that? Um, but he hears everything you come, like everything that you go to him for matters to him. The smallest thing, like you would probably think like, I can't go to him for my eating disorder. I can't go to him for my struggles with food cravings. I can't go to him with my struggle with motivation and confidence in my fitness journey. That's just silly. Like why would the God of the universe want to listen to me? He wants you to go to him he wants, gosh, he literally wants you to go to him for everything. He longs for us and he desires to have that connection with you every single day of every single moment of every single, single second of the day. He longs for that. He desires that. He's already waiting for you. He already knows every single thought. And this may be another thing you're saying like, well, why in the world like what, we need to pray about it or talk to him about it when he already knows all of our thoughts. He already knows everything that's going on in our minds and our lives because sister, he wants that connection with you. He wants to actually have that intentional, intimate connection with you. That's how important you are. The creator of the universe wants to have that intimate, personal connection with you, a relationship He wants to have a relationship. He already knows every single thought, every single feeling, every single struggle, every single pain, every single triumph, every single trial. He knows all of those things already, every single blessing. He knows it all, but that don't mean he don't want to hear about it. That doesn't mean he doesn't want you to be knocking on his door saying, hey God, like, guess guess what? Guess what happened today? Lord, guess what? Because he wants that intimate, personal connection with you. 
Prayer is a continual personal fellowship and relationship with God. Be in his presence throughout the day, all day, every day. That's what prayer is. A continual personal fellowship and relationship with Jesus. And it doesn't need to be perfect. You don't need to be put together. If you have fears or doubt or just wondering, like, I don't think I can pray. I don't know how to pray. I don't think I can go to him. I'm not good enough yet. He already knows you're not good enough. And we're never good enough without him. So why wouldn't we pray to him? Anything good that comes from us is from him. It is him. Our flesh is not good. We are nothing without him. So why would you think that he expects us to come to him already put together and already good? He doesn't. That's not how he created us. If he wanted us to be that way, he would have created us that way. Does that make sense? I hope this is all making sense to you. I hope this is powerful. Literally, this could be used to anything in your life. And God is never too busy for you. Yes, he's the creator of the universe, but he's God. He is there for you. He wants to connect with you. He desires. He longs. I can't, I can't specify. I cannot like hone in on that enough. He wants to connect with you. He wants that personal relationship. He's waiting there for you, sitting there knowing that he wants it. He wants you to want it too. He wants you to, he wants you to talk to him. And some of y'all who may have like grown up in like religious homes or in um, different backgrounds or different denominations where this is like completely different than what you're accustomed to. I just want to say I respect that. I, I understand that. But this, this, like, this is just where I've grown up in. This is what I know. This is what I, I have studied and I have seen in the word. And like, this is how God has talked to me and has shown me who he is. Is prayer does not need to be this like eloquent, like beautiful, put together, spiritual thing all the time. And the other thing that I want to make sure I specify too is God knows the condition of your heart. So if you're praying just to check it off a box, if you're praying just to look impressive to others, like there's been times on my, and I don't do it very often, but like for the last couple of years, like every once in a while, I'll get on my social and I'll just say like a prayer, a generalized prayer. And sometimes the Lord will put something on my heart that's very specific, that's supposed to be for someone. And I don't know who it is, but it's supposed to be for someone. And I've, I've prayed that kind of stuff on the podcast before, but I'll go on my social and I'll like do a reel or I'll do a story and I'll like pray that specific thing that he's asking me to pray. And some people may look at that and think, well, she's just doing that for show. Like, that's just that that's not that's not biblical. Like, we're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to try to be impressive to others. Like, that's where I'm going with this. We're not supposed to be impressive to others. But God knows the condition of your heart. And if you want to if you want if you feel let me just say, if you feel this strong desire and this nudge in your heart and your soul and in your head and it's saying you need to pray for this person, like if you're walking down the street and you see someone and God says you need to go to them right now. I mean, make sure it's safe, but go to them and, and pray over them. Please listen to that. There is something very specific. He wants you to pray over that person and you have to have complete trust that he knows what he's doing. Like that's kind of like a, this is all in all faith scenario here. And that's happened to me before, especially when I went on like mission trips and stuff when I was younger. Um, but And I got to witness a lot of that through my leaders and stuff where like they felt led to pray over a certain individual or a certain topic over this certain person. Like they had no idea where it was coming from. Like, I mean, they knew where it was coming from. It was coming from the Holy Spirit and from the Lord, but it was just random. If you feel that kind of thing and you want to publicly pray over someone and you're feeling like it's like led from the Lord, like, please do that. Oh my gosh. 
that's not being, that's not being like, I want to be impressive. I want people to like see my good works. Like that's not, that's not what you're doing. Like you're literally listening to a call that God just placed on your life. You're listening to a call and a nudge that he just placed on your heart and follow that. Listen to the Holy Spirit on that, please. Um, and I don't know who that was for. Like if you, if you're struggling with wanting to pray over someone or not really knowing if you could or should or whatever, there's been more times where I've been petrified to do something like that. And then by golly, someone messages me or someone comments on something or someone sees me in public and they're like, you have no idea. You have no idea that that's what I was struggling with. And that was that prayer was specifically for me. That comment, that story, that reel, whatever it is like that was specifically for me. And I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. You just gave me more faith, more hope that there is a real God. Like you have no idea the ripple effect when it comes to prayer and this is totally, this is not even on my notes. I don't know where this is coming from. Obviously the Holy Spirit wanted me to share this with someone, but you have no idea the ripple effect that comes from like speaking prayer over someone or like just asking someone, like I've asked patients in my, in my career before, if I can pray over them, but just because not all the time, I don't do it like from room to room to room. But if I'm feeling led, if like, I feel like God is nudging me on my heart to pray over this person, I'm going to do it. Cause if I don't nine times out of 10, I end up kicking myself later and then I end up going, going and doing it anyways because I know God's like, Kelsey, seriously, don't be freaking embarrassing. Why are you ashamed? Go freaking pray over this person. And I'm like, Lord, I don't even know if they believe. He's like, I don't care. Ask them. Ask them if you can pray over them first. Like, there's, I've never had one person tell me that they don't want me to pray over them. I don't care if they were atheists or they didn't even know who God was. Like, I don't care if they didn't have any relationship with God whatsoever. I've never had a person say to me, don't pray over me. I've never had someone be offended. If you're listening to that nudge nine times out of 10, they're going to say yes. Because God, God did that. God set that up. Okay. Again, I don't know where this is going, but you can, you can take anything to him. He's never too busy. What he doesn't want though, like don't get religious with it. Like, oh, I have to pray and I have to pray this specific thing. And if I don't pray just this right, um, there's, there's scripture and I don't know where exactly it is right now. I can't think of it off the top of my head. And it was a note somewhere that I had, and I'm mad at myself. I don't have it with me in front of me. But there's specific notes that talks about the Pharisees and and, and other people's other people that are praying, um, in Bible times. And the Lord was like, Jesus was like, listen, this is not impressive to me. All of these words, these, these fancy words you're using, all of these different kind of uh, sayings that you're using, they're just empty. Like it's basically just empty. Reminds me of like empty calories. They're doing nothing because your heart is not in the right spot. Don't just pray to pray. Pray because you, you need to talk to him. Pray because it means something. Pray because you're rejoicing. Pray because there's praise. Like don't just do it to be impressive. Don't just do it for works. Don't just do it because it's your routine and you're checking off a box. God knows your heart. Okay? If this spoke to you today, if you know of someone that may benefit from this episode, I know it was all over the place and there wasn't really any like point here, point here. This is number one. This is number two. This is number three. I have episodes like that all the time. So if you're not someone that likes um, random chaotic episodes of someone just making jokes and like randomly going on like squirrel, um, this is not the podcast to listen to. Um, and I, <laughs> I would probably go find something that's a little bit more organized. I do have organized ones. Okay. There are some organized ones, but I am very squirrely at times. So just bear with me. I'm kind of like, uh, what does my husband call me? 
um, space cadet. I'm a space cadet. And he means that lovingly. So lovingly. So godly and lovingly. But I've had other friends call me that too. But anyways, I love you so much and I am so grateful you are here. I am so grateful that you've been able to listen up until this point. If you've listened to all the podcasts, that's freaking phenomenal. I would love to hear and see what has stood out to you from this podcast. Um, please share it with someone if you feel like it would benefit them. Not for my glory, for, for his. Always, always, always for God's glory. Um, and if this has been speaking to you, like you've been listening for a little bit and you're like, this podcast, like the Lord has placed this in my heart and this is, or placed this in my life and this is such a blessing um, in so many aspects or in a certain specific aspect, please write a review on either Spotify or Apple or Amazon Music is where the podcast is at. Please write a review because what that does is make sure that other women get this podcast in their pocket too. Like it becomes another tool in their tool belt for their health and fitness journey, for their faith life, for their relationship with Jesus. Like I would love for them to get this tool in their tool belt too and the Lord to bless them in some way through this podcast and through the ministry. And you can make a huge impact on that by simply writing a review real quick. Um, writing a five-star review, making sure you share, you know, what exactly has bless your life on this podcast. And I don't like to ask for that very often, but at this point, like, I'm just like, the Lord's asking me to, so I'm going to ask you. Um, because he knows too, like, <laughs> he, he cannot work any algorithm. Like he's going to get this podcast to whoever he needs to go to. Right. But we can be a part of that. We can be a part of that by, by doing something as simple as simply writing a review. So thank you so much for listening in. I will chat with you next week, sis. Talk to you later. Let's get it. Let's go. Yeah.